0: Welcome to From Uniforms to Unicorns. This podcast is all about our experience as female corrections officers, our challenges, our triumphs, and our transitions
1: out of the career. Lauren and I have always had a significant bond friends, moms, and business owners that happened to be in prison. Life attempted to separate us, but we always found a way back to each other through huge life milestones, tragedy, and random text messages saying, I thought of you today.
0: We know there's huge curiosity surrounding these topics, and we aren't the only ones that struggle. There are also incredible stories just waiting to be shared, and we want this to be a safe place for us and you to talk about the often unspoken world of correction. Grab a coffee, head out on a walk, or just take a break. Let me warn you: we have no idea what we're doing. From uniforms <laughs> to unicorns. unicorns From Uniforms to Unicorns is sponsored by Brand 47 Coffee, which was founded by Holly and Alex, both first responders looking to create a sustainable business to pass on to their two sons with Down syndrome, Jax and Nico. Thinking about the future has always been in the forefront of their heads for their boys, creating meaningful employment and independence as adults. The only way to do that was to create it. Brand Forty Seven Coffee Co. provides the most unique and fun flavored coffee. Seriously, it is so good. Our mine and Sharon's favorite is the Cocoa Loco. It's coconut infused. It is to die for. All of their coffee is small batch and roasted to order. They are incredible people doing incredible things. Their vision is to keep the world caffeinated, to stay special, and be extra. You can find them at brand47coffee.com.
1: Hi Sharon. Hi Lauren. How's it going? Good.
0: How are you? Good. We're together. Yay. Yay. We've never actually recorded a podcast in the same room. Uh, and we're here with one of my favorite people. So it's like this little fun group of the three of us. I'm excited.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, today we have Sean Conahan from up talk podcast. Uh, thank you so much for being here six hours early.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Thanks ladies. Uh, yeah, I would have, my mess up on the time zones. Yeah. It, I, yeah. Gated if I would have called
0: Sharon and said, Hey, you want to do a five thirty podcast, you yeah. would have like punched me in the face. I would have said, No answer.
2: I totally Wrong reversed
0: number. it. Yeah. Good, right.
2: I didn't think you wanted to record it at five o'clock.
0: You were so excited, you just couldn't wait. <laughs>
2: I know. It was crazy. It was ridiculous. That's how my day's been so far. That's yeah, that pretty much sums up today's so report. That but pretty much okay. sums up today.
0: Well, it's gonna get better. We're gonna have a good oh, conversation. Absolutely it is. Uh we want you to tell us all about you. Um, mm. I know a little bit. I've been uh fortunate to be on Sean's podcast. Uh, we've right. met a few times in person and um yeah, I just
2: think he's we went for a, a cool dude.
1: We huh? Went for a hike
2: and one of your kids wouldn't okay
1: and if you if my kid was so bad reese was so bad okay. and yeah. sean, was say, sean,
0: was it was bad. a
2: golden level of parenting
1: <laughs> <that> <laughs>
0: it was i, I was like get over here right now yeah. sean said if you've ever needed a coyote <laughs> with a remote control in it right now right now is the up. time you would need that to chase that kid out of there
2: I think Absolutely. it's useful. I think it'd be useful.
0: Yeah, uh, he struggles with uh, rules that one just a little bit. He's kind of like his mom, but
1: no way, <laughs> shocker. <laughs> Shocking. Okay, so tell yeah. us a little bit about you.
2: Oh. Well, um, from Nova Scotia, from the Annapolis Valley, uh, grew up there. Um, was I worked as a paramedic and firefighter here in Nova Scotia for seventeen years. Um, but most of my time as a paramedic was uh, in the dispatch center. So after a few years in the street, I went to the dispatch center and loved it. It was awesome. Um, in Nova Scotia at that time, well, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, at that time and this and still presently, we dispatched the whole province out of one, uh, one dispatch center mm-hmm. here in uh, <laughs> Centrally. So And it works. It works for us. Uh, they've done really well with it. But I loved it. And just thought that, you know, this is it. Like, I'm going to cruise through this. Um, I was really good at it, held, you know, multiple leadership positions, uh, trained a lot of people. And I thought, you know, this is good. I'll I'll be here till I retire and um, I'm good to go. So I won. And then, you know, and I was good with that until I wasn't good. Um, Mm -hmm. The end of 2013 had a, a run of a few bad calls involving kids and then, um, then had one that was around the same age as my daughter at the time. And that really screwed me up. But that wasn't, it's not like that's the first time that happened. I mean, I've taken tons of those calls and gone to tons of those calls, but for some reason, this was the one, um, hung up the phone, immediately started crying, which, you know, I never do. I do all the time now, but mm-hmm. like everybody Part of the process. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't, you know, back then. So I cried, I uh, laughed, the floor, went outside and went home. That was it. That was the end of my shift. Um, but still thought it was okay. You know, didn't really see the forest through the trees. So thought I was okay. Went right back to work. Um, and then in March of 2014, I had to, had to leave that job. I couldn't do it anymore and because of PTSD. So, you know, I went to paramedic school back when I was 21. Right. So really the only real formal education, other than a couple of years university, but you know, for my career, this was the education I had. And for 17 years after that, that's all I knew. Mm -hmm. I wasn't wasn't training to do something else. Right. So all of a sudden I find myself on the outside, looking in with no identity, Mm -hmm. um, no income, no benefits, just all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, and w- whether this was right or wrong, because I mean, I'm sure people that go through this are in similar situations, but I had to get right back to work. I had to, for me, like I didn't think about taking time off and going to a treatment center or a you know, longer program like that. To me, that wasn't even a possibility because I had to get back to work. I have to, start bringing money in again, mm-hmm. which, you know, which is uh, a tall order, right. To, to reinvent yourself in a new career and try to bring in around the same money that you were at least so, so that your family can maintain their the standard of living that, you know, that they deserve, you know, mm-hmm. they deserve way more, but you know what I mean? Like just to keep things status quo. Mm-hmm. So First of all, obviously couldn't go get therapy. I didn't have any money to go to a culturally competent therapist. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So couldn't do that. But I was a big fan of podcasts. Um, I listened to them all the time, and I said, you know what? Fuck it. Like, what? How come I can probably do this, and I can't pay? I can't pay ther- a therapist. I can't pay to go to a therapist, but I can have leading psychologists on a podcast and talk to them Mm -hmm. for two hours and I'm not paying them a thing. Mm -hmm. Smart. Smart. That's smart. I was thinking, I was thinking this through, (laughs) right. And I can learn and sort Mm -hmm. of do a quasi sort of, you know, therapy. No, it's not real therapy. Don't get me wrong, but still I had them there to pick the brain. I could ask them questions. Mm -hmm. So that's why I started it uh, in January of 2016, started up talk. And the whole time though, of course, I'm starting this, you know, to sort of help me get educated and help me along this path, path to growth, but I still have to work. So immediately I've always said for years that if I couldn't work as a paramedic, all I want to do is drive the biggest truck and the biggest sandbox there is but I'm happy. <laughs> right? I'm going to go back to when I was 10 years old. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's what I had to do. But of course, to do that, I had to reeducate myself and, uh, and we get some training. Right. And I didn't, in my mind, I didn't have time to go through all this red tape with EI and WCB and me having to take a test of what I think I might be good at. I didn't have any time for that Mm -hmm. at all. So for me, I had to, I redeemed, you know, ended up being most of my paramedic pension. Ah, in a, order to get reeducated, but also keep the family going while I was getting reeducated. Right.
0: Because is it because the process is so long? Like the, yeah, yeah, yeah. it still is. I, I still, know yeah.
2: there's so Especially much, with EI, I mean,
0: yeah,
2: I've heard both sides. I've heard it happens quick and I've heard it's a, it's a long thing. Right. You just didn't I have that. You didn't have that capacity. Time. It's
0: like, I got to get this. I got to move on.
2: Yeah. Right. Um, so I ended up doing that, which is a big sacrifice and a big gamble. Um, but I, I did get, you know, I went and got my heavy equipment operators ticket, um, and then started working up North at, I started up in Shefferville, Quebec, um, and an iron online, loved it, driving the big truck, it's as big as a house and I'm happy. It's fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm good with that. And the other good thing about those jobs for me is they're, you know, three weeks on three weeks off, which works for us because the trouble that so many of us have is switching back and forth between home and work. Absolutely. Right. So the functional disconnection, functional reconnection as boss would say, shout out Dr. Mila, but, um, you know, we, we're not good at that. So for me, I just have to do it once every three weeks when Mm -hmm. I'm at work, I'm at work. Yes. I still have some responsibilities, but really can't do much other than a phone call, you know, Mm -hmm. just to see how people are doing. But I'm not there. I don't have the responsibilities of being there. So I can just focus on work. It's all work. Then on the way home, I just have to click that off, click into home. Mm-hmm. And I'm home for three weeks. So it works. And then about three weeks, my wife will start getting annoyed. And it's time for me to go. Yeah. <laughs> right. I remember my husband
0: worked on the oil rigs for yeah. a long time. And after about yeah. like a week, I was like, are you gonna go? Are they that? gonna call you? Like, what's going on yeah. here? I need you to go. I need to start going back to my workout classes and get back to my regular deal. Yeah. And we didn't have kids then, but I can only imagine with kids it'd be, you know, I yeah. and even now, like when my husband wakes up in the morning to help with the morning stuff, I'm like, just go back oh, up there. Yeah, you're gonna cause yeah.
2: problems. Just yeah, I'll let you there. know when I need you. Yeah, just go find something to do.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Cause totally. he only interjects like once a week and it's like, I don't need you here once a week to do lunch. Yeah. Cause he's like, what do you guys want your lunch? I'm like, don't ask them. It'll take <laughs> us way longer. Yes. Just, they'll eat it they'll
1: if it's them. in there. Tell them what they're having. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it works. So that the problem is that, you know, obviously every, cause I'm, I'm new. So I was always like the newest person there. A lot of these jobs were seasonal. Um, so it was still a chaotic employment, even though I've strung together employment, it's been chaotic and had to jump from job to job in order to find, you know, finally find a home kind of thing. And I found what what you really need to do is you have to check your ego
1: Mm.
2: because you need to do whatever job you need to do in order to bring the money in that you need. Mm -hmm. Right. So I had crazy jobs. Like I had a, for a while I worked as a bailiff a civil constable. So cool. I was traveling the East coast repo cars. It was awesome. I'm not going to lie. Bad. <laughs> <I didn't like laughs> that but cool. you know what I mean? But that's what I had to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And, uh, I learned a lot from that, but I think because that whole process, because of me having, you know, I can't work as a paramedic or dispatcher anymore, boom, had to find another job. I think a lot of us get into a trap we get diagnosed with PTSD and let's, then let's say we are going into a treatment facility. We're not and that's all we're concentrating on at first. And we have just lost our main identity, mm-hmm. right? For most of us.
1: Yeah.
2: So we we clench onto PTSD as our new identity. Mm-hmm. And it's not. That's a huge mistake. It's not your PTID, right? Right. It's not who you are. Yeah, Uh, And I think that, but because we so want to be involved with something, we grab onto the PTSD. That's now my name tag, my flag that I fly. But then we get bonded with that. You know, we attach emotions to that. And then when it's come, when it comes time to heal, there's a problem Mm -hmm. because that means I have to let go of that balloon and I don't want to, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have that chance. I didn't have a chance to get to know PTSD a whole lot and to become friends and, you know, and hang out. Right. right. You were I so busy didn't. trying yeah. to provide so you, for your yeah. family.
1: When you left in what, 2014, yeah. um, did you go straight away and start working or yeah. did you take, okay. And yeah, so like the, that
2: day, that day I left that meeting that day and went right to the heavy equipment operator school that okay. I was going to that day.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah.
2: Like I had, so this there was no processing
1: there's no process no, period. Anything, right? It's right? just like, get to work. Right. But that's, that's also a yeah. trauma
2: response, right? Yes. It's very oh, f- much for sure. It is yeah. it's also comfortable, right? Yeah. Comfortable in the chaos a little bit. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But I mean, so I think that that was really important for me. Now the other side of that was, it wasn't real great for my family because there wasn't a whole lot of, I didn't take a whole lot of time to sit them down and say, okay, here's what's going on. Let's figure this out. It was not really, it was sort of check in, and I have to get to finding a job. Like there wasn't a whole lot of a lot of talk, which I think, you know, created some damage probably that I'm still trying to repair. Um, mm-hmm. So there are some sacrifices with that. And I think that I was able to like with with my therapy that I did when I finally got the therapy. I did EMDR therapy, the eye movement Mm -hmm. desensitization, reprocessing therapy. If I got that right, that's awesome. It's probably the first time, but, um, (laughs) but it worked for me. So it totally repackaged, you know, all my memories made them took them from being traumatic to being a narrative that I can speak about them and they're still sad things, but they don't, I don't have the, you know, the guttural, emotional or physical response to them anymore. Right. So I was able to do that, but you're, but that's not it. The problem is that's not it there's still, it's, I don't think there ever is an it. Like, I don't think there's a point where you can like sign off somebody and say, okay, you do not, you, you're cured, quote unquote, of PTSD. Go about your life. will never be a problem again. I don't think that I don't, I don't think, think so either. Yeah. I agree. Um, because there's still some things that, that are going to happen. You know, that switch that, that, you know, other people have that, switches their brain from normal everything's cool mode to threat mode because that got flipped so often the switch sort of wore out so every once in a while that switch will just fall down mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's loose yeah mm-hmm. we tend to go right back into that if we're not careful and of course what happens when when that happens as we all know you know, your prefrontal cortex shuts down, which, oh, coincidentally, nicely enough is in charge of your communication skills and your logic and your reason, some of your memory. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, so all the things that you need at that moment, because there really is no threat. Your brain Thanks. thinks there is. And really what you need to do is if you're around your family, you need to communicate with them and say, you know, this is what you're seeing, but you can't do that because that part of your brain shut is shut off. Mm-hmm. So you come across like, Come across you know, like a bumbling infant when you're trying to talk talk to them, and it's really frustrating for for the other side, but also frustrating for you. Yes. So you have to learn these skills of okay, when that happens, if I can notice it, so I do a you know a simple little breath work thing, brings my you know prefrontal cortex back online, and then I can communicate a whole lot better. But it took time for me to be able to tell the family, hold up for a second. I'm in the wrong state of mind. Just give me like a minute. Right. And I'll do that. Cause like it's a lifetime of work. It's hard work. Mm -hmm. And that's what, you know, and we don't tend to want to do hard work Mm -mm. inherently really.
0: And you talk very openly on your own podcast. Like you will come on and say, Hey, we're having this conversation today, but I want you to know that I'm not in a good place. As of today, I've, you know, I've lost my way. I've heard you say, like, I know I'm supposed to be doing this morning routine thing and I haven't done it for 16 days. Like I've heard you say it a thousand times. And I, I know like so many people talk about like going to therapy, going to therapy, but it's the practices that you're given in therapy that are the important piece, right? So it's like, you can learn all the tactics in the world, but if you actually don't practice them or you get off the wagon and, and. I know for me, it's been like two months where I'm like, Oh, I haven't been doing that. Maybe that's why that's I, why, yeah. oh, every time
1: there's
2: something, right? it's a, right? it's a self-awareness
0: yeah. piece. And I know, you know that, right. But cause
1: you t-
2: speak of it often. Well, I mean, people think that, you know, they see people like you and like me who are public advocates and they think, Oh, well they've reached the top of the mountain. They're, they're good. They don't struggle anymore. Well, that's not true. Mm-mm. Like I can tell somebody exactly how to get their wellness back on track. I know all the tools. I know how to do them all. I could probably train people on them. Absolutely. I'm certified, but that doesn't mean that I'm good at doing it myself. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It's hard work that has to be done every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no other way around it. And I think that's the, when it gets to that point with some people, you know, When I get to that hard work so you start getting, you know, meditation homework and breath work, homework and yoga and fuck, I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. But and this, then, then it becomes, Oh wait, wait, no, 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 no. There's not a good connection here. I'm going to go find another doctor. Yeah. Cause that's what's wrong. That's why I'm not well yet. Yeah. Because yeah. Where I, do I'm not,
0: I don't vibe with this person. Yeah. They're not my yeah. <laughs> right. But you're the next one and they say this exact same yeah. thing. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, I don't vibe with you
2: either. <laughs> yeah. And don't and don't get me wrong. That's okay. Like there should be a good connection. Absolutely. But before you move on, you need to really analyze your brain, mm-hmm. you know, and the messages it's giving you. Cause yes, it's going to tell you, dude. We don't need to do all that work. Let's, let's not do that. Let's just, let's cut this guy loose. Let's go find someone else. Let's do some Netflix and chill. Let's <laughs> order some skip the dishes. Like,
1: <laughs> come on.
2: We don't need to do this. And the, the problem is we we believe it 100%. We don't trust as first responders. We don't trust anybody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. really. <laughs> We're not very trust. each other. I'm oh, like each other, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I trust you. We don't I trust you, right? We don't trust anything. We call everybody out. Mm-hmm. But yet, when our own brain is feeding us bullshit, we don't even catch on to it. Mm-hmm. We don't even it doesn't even phase us. You got to start telling your brain to shut up mm-hmm. and really analyzing what it's saying. Is it? Is my brain trying to give me a break from doing things that would be better for my wellness? Well, if it is, then that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like that's not what you should be doing. You have to do the opposite, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: It is. I a, think that's hard. It's a mental challenge for sure, right? Oh, it's because I, I I know how many
2: weird.
0: mornings I've got up and turned on. I'm like, I'm gonna do a 10 minute meditation. today, yeah. Two minutes, 34 seconds, and my eyeballs are like, "Fuck <laughs> this, I'm done." I could not, right? Right? But yeah. to, to actually do a 10 minute meditation, I know how I feel when I've done that. Yeah. And the accomplishment and the, the confidence even to say like, holy crap, I actually did a 10 minute and yeah. that rarely happens. Right. But mm-hmm. the, I go through my day differently when I do what I say I'm going to do. Right. Oh yeah. Oh,
2: oh for mm-hmm. sure. So, I mean, so I bounce around, right. I'm repoing cars. I'm doing whatever I need to do. And then finally I take some more courses. I say, you know what? <sighs> Screw this. I have to take some more courses. I have to get all my Alberta tickets to be able to go out there Got to go. Uh, so I ended up in Fort McMurray for all, for almost two years. And mm-hmm. um, then, of course, COVID hit. So they scaled down all the workforce. And I was just sort of sitting there in Fort McMurray. I didn't have the money to come home. Couldn't come home. I was supposed to come home. Mm-hmm. But then COVID, yeah. So it was coming in March of what would it have been? 2020? 2020. 2020. Yeah, and, I remember
0: this. very, Because we had just kind of met right before that. Yeah. Like, uh, out at uh, Legacy Place.
2: Right. Yeah. And so all of a sudden the day I was like, no, we can't. Can't go. My my wife and daughter are both, you know, have a, have compromised immune systems. We can't take a chance on me bringing anything home. So it's a no-brainer. I had to cancel. So I'm in Fort McMurray. Then I get this opportunity with... Dr. Megan McElhern, who I've known through the podcast and you know, I love her to death. She's the goat as far as I'm concerned. I mean, mm-hmm. there's, there's many, but I think she's, she's the greatest for as far as, uh, being competent for trauma within first responders. Mm-hmm. She gets it. And I know there's probably a lot of others that get it too, but I love mm-hmm. her. I think she's. The
0: yeah. Best. But you know her personally and you, yeah. uh, yeah, there's a connection there. Right. And right. Uh, I've only heard amazing things, so yeah. Yeah,
2: and she's awesome. So there was an opportunity that came there that's to do something totally different, to step in like to step out of the mine and into an executive leadership role um, as their director of business development and community outreach. And basically, listen, I had no business getting that job,
1: <laughs>
2: right? I didn't. Have, I don't have the education for it, I, but I. I have the relationships for it. I was going to say you have the personality and and the the
1: experience, right?
2: Yeah. And through the podcast, because I had been doing it for five years then is, you know, I have developed relationships with high level leadership in first responder, you know, organizations and communities from coast to coast. Yeah. I can, I can call up, I can text Scott Maxwell from Wounded Warriors Canada and he texts me back like within two minutes, like, it's a, it's really what I've built up. And that's really what I love using. I'll say that the most is because someone will ask me a question or someone will email me from Saskatchewan who needs help. I'm like, okay, "Okay, no problem. So within five minutes, I have my, what are my contacts are in Saskatchewan who I know We'll take over, point this person. And that, that's how it's supposed to work. Like that makes me happy. Right. So the
0: ask, the ask is hard. And when they come to you and ask for help and you can't help them, it's very hard for them to do it again. Yes. Right. right. So that I want to be the first person they ask or maybe the second, if they've made it that far, but I want to be able to help them from that point forward. And it's not me. It's who I know. Right. And who were, who you're connected to, to say, can you, can you help me with this? Right. Mm
2: -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And and that was the currency I had. So that was what I was really a person that they could bring in, who was a direct connection to first responders on the ground from coast to coast, but also had a lot of relationships with organizations, high level organizations. Mm -hmm. So I was valuable in that way and I'm grateful for the opportunity. So I did that. I'm still in Calgary. So now I'm in Calgary, sorry, but I still haven't been home. I'm doing that job, and uh, it, it's awesome. I love the people, had some, has some great experiences. And then in November, finally, of 2020, no, yeah, 2020, mm-hmm. uh, end of November, it's decided because it's whole, you know, COVID's not going anywhere right now, and people are working from home. So it was decided that I would fly home and just and work from home over the holidays. So that was great, but I had been – away for 15 months, right? Oh God. So my daughter turned 16 and turned 17 without me coming home, right? Big years, you know, obviously big milestones, right? And I thought I was good. Like when I was talking to my wife before coming home, finally, it was like, I can't wait to get home. I feel so good. It's awesome. Like, I, I just can't wait. And it was, and that's how I truly felt until I walked in my front door. And of course, when I went home, I had to go, I walked in, sort of saw them across the apartment, but there's a whole other side of the apartment that you could close off that they had done up like a little quarantine room for me because I had to quarantine for two weeks. So I walk in, I see their faces across the room. I walk into this room and they had done it up like, my wife is ridiculous as far as how skillful she is at doing this. She's put together this room and it has like this little like hotel sort of uh, little kitchenette thing with coffee and snacks. And had a little bar fridge and anyway, had all this stuff. It was amazing. But as soon as I saw their face and the that room, I broke. The emotion of seeing their faces after that long. I fell apart bad. Like I really fell apart. Mm-hmm. And of course my wife's going, what? what is going on? You said you were good. I was like, yeah, I did. And I thought I was good, but I, I couldn't be prepared for what that was going to be like. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't take that into consideration at all. So I get home. That's a whole ordeal. And then of course we go into Christmas um and th- then my contract was up with Wayfound. And and they wanted to bring me back on. However, I'd have to, I'd have to live in, I'd have to go back to Calgary. And I'd just been away for 15 months. And uh it just didn't make sense to do it. My family's not going to Calgary, so that's not happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Calgary's beautiful. I love Calgary, but they're not going there. Mm-hmm. Um so I had to make sort of the decisions. That I, I just can't do it. Mm-hmm. And looking back, I think it was a good decision because I was getting really burned out. Cause if you think about it, my nine to five job was first responder mental health. My off time is first responder mental health. That's, mm-hmm. that's all I was doing. I was like mental health out.
0: Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, all the things, you know, and it's like, but there's no downtime from that at the same, cause you need no. downtime from that.
2: Absolutely. Right. And I was, you know, I started losing motivation to do the podcast.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I was really tough to mm-hmm. keep going. And so once I made that decision, things got a little bit better as far as motivation to do the podcast. I went and I, I got another job, another camp job, and I was I work on Baffin Island. So again, out of mind driving a big truck, which is what I wanted to do in the first place. And it's fine. So mm-hmm. but I still was struggling a little bit with the whole podcast thing because, and I mean, you're where I was, where I started out, as far as I had to teach myself everything. I had to Mm -hmm. figure out how to record, how I'm going to do this. Then I have to do some really amateur sound editing skills, right? (laughs) But just teaching myself, right? And I had to do all this myself, put it out myself, Mm-hmm. Thing. and it was it was exhausting because it's as you know it's a lot of work
1: it's a lot of it work eats yeah. your time it does yeah especially so, if you've got a job and a family and yeah
2: hobbies it's so your think, you know, you're squared away <laughs> and yeah. sharon
1: and i are trying to like can we do this day what about this day yeah and we're literally we
0: should have talked before we sent like we send the message and then i'm like <laughs> i can't do that day
1: sharon what yeah. are you doing she's I like yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> i mean oh. And because of COVID, everybody's sort of been together more, like families are, quote unquote, stuck in the house with each other all the time. Mm-hmm. So I had to like find little quiet corners of the house, like into a closet, like mm-hmm. just to find a place to record. It's not nice, not relaxing, right? No. So then I was a guest on a friend's podcast here in Halifax, um, Martina Kalady's Life Out Loud podcast. You guys would love that. You should check that out. Yeah. Right. Which one about Life Out Loud? Uh, Life Out Loud, I think I've yeah. heard of it, actually. Mm-hmm. She's awesome. So we're in the studio. We, I meet her at her studio and I'm sitting there. I'm going, man, this would be awesome. Anyway, Mark is her producer. And we spoke afterwards and I was like, let's do this. Like he, he would, he wanted me to come. And I said, yes. And it totally lit a new fire. Cause now all I have to do is I come in, I book my time. I come in, I talk and I go home and that's it. And then when it's done, Mark lets me know, like, I don't do anything else, right?
1: Oh, that's so
0: amazing! That's so right, God. I'm
2: in this. Look the studio. So I'm looking at I like overlooks the oh. Halifax. Oh. There's the oh. Halifax Harbour. Hold There's on, don't go, go. Can
0: you take a picture of that so that we can post that? That's where. Yeah.
2: That's the that's the waterfront. Nice. It's beautiful.
0: Oh, it is beautiful. I'm wow. really jealous. I'm can jealous you see too. our our back on the right. mountains we here, Sean?
2: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing. They're I'm gonna fake, insult, but gonna, I,
0: if I went outside, I could show you the real <laughs> mountains. If I really want to do.
2: Here's the thing. I'm gonna insult most of Western Canada right now. Here we so go. I'll, up. I'll turn
0: it up. Turn I up loved, the volume.
2: I love Calgary. <laughs> love Alberta, but love Calgary. And you know what? The first time I saw the mountains, like when I went to Canmore. Yeah. But I went to golf at Silvertip, which is oh yeah mountains. It was amazing. So see the mountains, you know what? They're majestic and they're humbling. Like they're magnificent. Mm-hmm. Totally are. They do not hold a candle to the ocean. For me. No, I, I agree. Agreed. They don't. Mm-hmm. It's not the ocean. The ocean's like a different level for me. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this is great. So it's beautiful. Nice day to day. But um, it, cha- it was a game changer for me um, to be here and to have a studio it's really made a big difference. Um, but again, I struggle he- every day, mm-hmm. you know, I've done this. Now I'll be going to season season seven. I never expected it to last as long. I didn't expect to have like three listeners, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Because
2: remember I started this to help myself, right? Mm-hmm. It was a way to work around the system a little bit, but of course, I mean, I like to help people. So, of course, if it helped anybody else, if anybody else listened, that's like a cherry on top. Right. But I didn't expect that mm-hmm. at all. And, you know, it's grown. And, you know, and next year, like, we were talking, you know, Valor Maritime Society, which I'm wearing, but mm-hmm. listeners can't see it. But, the uh, you know, I have came to an agreement with them that they're going to be, the, you know, the official apparel of Uptalk. We're going to actually come up with um, Uptalk Own Your Growth line of apparel. Cool. So... Cool. Yeah, and they're awesome. They're t- they're great guys. It's just relationships. Absolutely. Like, you know, I, I just spoke to. I had a phone call before I came here. I don't know if you guys know if you guys follow Ryan Phillips on social on social media, Instagram. You should look him up. He's in BC. Wow. Um, Big advocate. He um, cycled across the country. Oh,
1: okay, I think I heard but, of him.
2: Yeah, he, and he's big on social media. I mean, I just got the phone. Like, he just I just call him up. Like. It's, it's, it's such a huge benefit and you have to be grateful. Mm -hmm. I have to be grateful for the fact that I love helping other people and connecting people, but I know if if I ever am really fucked up, like I have experts or I have people like you across the country who Mm -hmm. know who I am Mm -hmm. that I can reach out to, you know, like there's no way my brain could ever convince me that I'm alone, even though it tries absolutely yeah. Right? right
1: yeah
2: because we're not and, it's, it's it's simply not true
0: and the talking like i know for sharon and i because we had talked about doing this well sharon wanted to write a book and i was like i'm not doing that and then we we're gonna do youtube but sharon didn't want to be on camera so then <laughs> okay let's do the <laughs> podcasting so we
1: yeah
0: and that was it it was just us even having conversations, like whenever we would drive, we would just call each other for hours on end. And it's like, we should be recording these conversations because we believe they'd be beneficial for other people. Um, and then I'd been on a couple, uh, I was on Carl's and then your, and Carl kept saying, when are you having yours? I'm like, I'm not Carl. I don't know what you're talking about. That's not happening. I don't have time for that. And then all of a sudden we come up. (laughs) It's like, fine. Um, but I think the fact that we got to do it together was the more right. appealing part to mm-hmm. me, right? Like yeah. I probably wouldn't have done, I would have done an, a, a season and said, "Okay, I'm good." Okay. Yeah. But even like yours, I know just listening to yours before this was even a thought put me in a space to say, "Okay, I know I'm, I'm good. I'm not alone. I know." Yeah. Like I knew I could reach out to you. Even people on your podcast are like, "Reach out." Yeah.
2: Go here. I had a couple of crazy people give their phone numbers on the podcast. I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? What, what, what are you doing? Inviting all those people. Anyway, but no, but they do because they care. Yeah.
0: yeah. But they also know, like, they put, the, I would put, even put that out there too. But I mean, because you know, a lot of them aren't going to, but maybe if they had a phone number, they might. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah sometimes an email is a barrier. Sometimes there's there and there's things that you convince yourself are barriers that, that really aren't right. Cause you've done this yeah. for so long, your brain has worked dysfunctionally for so long yes. that, you know, you put up these things that really don't even exist till you start that personal, like own your growth. What does that look like? How yeah. do you
2: mm-hmm.
0: and courage is probably the biggest thing that you need to get through it.
2: Yeah. The, the sign of, uh, the sign of strength, listen, again, I'm gonna insult some people, but I would say this with love. All these PTSD is a sign of strength memes. Like, go fuck yourself. That's, I don't I don't believe no, 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 no. PTSD mm-hmm. is not a sign of strength, people. It's not it's not a weakness either. Mm-mm. It's not anything. Why are we giving it labels? Totally. That, that creates a connection. PTSD is just a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. It's mm-hmm. not strength or weakness. The, the strength is What you do after the strength is the post traumatic growth, mm-hmm. yes. The strength is doing the hard work and owning mm-hmm. your growth, mm-hmm. that's the sign of strength,
0: yeah. Right? I told the resiliency piece, right? Yes. That right. keeps you going and I, the, the stories you attach to it, right? Yes. Yeah,
1: I, I agree too because it's the PTSD is still you're still doing the trauma bonding, right? And yeah, it, and when you're still there, finding a new thing to uh, bond attach over to it, yeah. 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 grabbing a new bunch it, of balloons. Right, and then there there isn't that growth piece, and that's what's important for us. It's yeah. funny because we've all left, like you left in 2014, and so did Lauren and I.
2: Right, and yeah, twice.
1: 2012
2: you did mm-hmm. yeah around there but you always it's... have to one up don't you Lauren? yeah <laughs> Just I, like, was in actually... I was in 2000 <laughs> well, i don't
0: want people to be like well she said 2012 like two episodes and now <laughs> yeah. she's like saying
2: yeah, to, she fact.
1: doesn't even know like, like, what's wrong with her but right? well, you're only like on... <laughs> you're only like 17 years old
2: i don't understand how that like, happened. she's
1: only 22 so she's <laughs> full of shit anyways right? yeah like what <laughs> no but it's it's good to see the growth <laughs> and we we hadn't even talked about some of the stuff we went through and once we we were out of the game kind of, so to speak, it's like, then we, we were able to move forward, but we never clung to some kind of stigma. I, I, I'm still there. I'm still at the jail. I'm still yeah. doing this and that. And that's, what's important to us. Right? Well, mm-hmm.
2: You guys come from the most fucked up world there is in first response. <laughs> <Corrections>. <laughs> yeah, I
1: agree. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs>
2: like that's a different planet. Again, another yeah, level. That's it another is. level. Cause mm-hmm. You're locked in a cage with people in a cage.
0: Mm -hmm. And we've said it like a few times because people are like, oh, I didn't even know corrections officers were first responders. I'm like, hello. We're the ambulance. We're the fire. Yeah. (laughs) We're the the police police officers. (laughs) And until they're all contained and the fire's out, nobody's coming to save us. us.
1: That's
2: right. It's, It's different. It's a whole different. It's a whole different thing.
0: I it absolutely it absolutely is. And again, but it's not to,
2: it's not a competition. There's no no there's no trauma Olympics, there's no trauma gold medal to get. I mean, right. but there you can't deny it.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
2: different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the job of a corrections officer is different mm-hmm. than most everything else.
0: Yeah, I yeah, I, I do believe that. I do believe it. It is. is. Yeah.
2: Right. But again, you know. It's just hard work. It's so simple, Mm -hmm. uh, but it's not, it's the hardest thing to do, but Mm. you have to do it. And like you said, if, when you, when I find that I'm struggling or having an off day, or I wake up and realize I've had an off week, it's always because I've, I've dropped something out of my routine.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like and time. and the t- are the times getting shorter in between those periods? Like you, I noticed for me, like I'd fall off the wagon for like six months, then fall off for like four months, be really, you know, yeah. and then. But now yeah. it's like I I notice it a lot quicker.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, like totally, yeah, I'm totally aware of it a lot quicker, a lot, yeah. yeah, a lot more quick, um, yeah, and then it's just finding the resolve to do the stuff that you know you have to do. Hmm. And not making
0: excuses, right? Oh, not making excuses. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's probably that's it's probably hard. the hardest part it's is hard. to say like because I can justify anything. I actually learned this when we were like trying to save up a, save a bunch of money. I can justify yes. buying anything.
1: Mm-hmm. My husband's yeah. like, "Why'd you oh, buy yeah. that?" I'm
0: like, "Because we needed this for this reason." And he's like but we didn't need a new front door photo <laughs> when we have seven that we've been rotating through. I'm like, I know, mm. I know. So I did learn that, you know, I can justify pretty much anything in my head to say, like, I don't need to do that today. I don't need to worry about that today. I know for me, if I don't write like the three priorities that I have to yeah. get done in the day down, <laughs> my day is, and they can be like, send an email, go to the mall with Sharon, go for a walk with chat. That's the priorities for my day. That's my whole day, but I, I just have to do those and I can do a ton more, but as long yeah. as I do those three, then I feel good about, mm-hmm. and my morning routine. But that,
2: uh, that's, so a let's, uh, hope, let's take a U-turn for a minute. These zoom meetings are weird. eh? These zoom video things. Are you guys looking at the camera on your laptop or are you looking at me? You, I'm you. looking at you. I don't yeah, isn't it hard though? Cause I guess you're supposed to look at the camera. Because now it looks like I'm looking at you. I know, but we're not going to put out the video. I can't do it. (laughs) I know. I can't do it
0: either. Even when I record videos for... That's just my common (laughs)
2: relief. For
0: Instagram. I'm never looking at the camera. I'm like, oh, Lauren. But you're supposed to,
2: though, because then it looks like you're looking at a person.
0: Yeah, it does look like... Now it looks like you're looking at me. But I can't talk like
2: this because I see you down here. And I can't do it. It's weird. It's the weirdest thing.
0: Okay. So we Sharon, has a question for you and then we'll kind of start wrapping it up. Yeah. What's the question you ask everybody this
1: this season? We were talking about reinventing yourself and I've heard, we've heard from you how you have. So what does that mean to you? What does it look like for you?
2: What it means for me, I sum it up like this. I didn't come this far to only come this far.
1: Mm-hmm. So good. Yes.
2: Right? Yeah. You have to tell yourself that, like, cause it gets really frustrating and you get really low. I still get really low where my brain will start telling me, oh, you're by yourself, you're all by yourself, which I know is a lie. But it's like, I just keep telling myself that I didn't come this far to only get this far. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. Like that, mm-hmm. that's not the plan, right? Gonna kick myself in the ass, right? but that's what it is. You have to keep going. It's not easy. It's hard. It's really hard, but it's, it's possible. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying this for any kind of vanity reasons, but if I can go from 17 years in a job where I was making good money, right? Not six figures, but good money. And within five years, I can totally reinvent myself in a whole new career at a six figure job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not saying that to brag. I still struggle. Okay. I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have a yacht or anything like that, but I'm just saying if you, if I can do that, anybody can do that. Mm-hmm. You can. Mm-hmm. It's, it's possible. You can't say it's not possible.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And,
2: and to
0: go through so much in between there. Right. Right. It, it was, it was not five years handed over this, given this, done this. No. Right. It's like
2: five years of scratching, of yeah. crawling, of a lot of emotional turmoil, of chaos, right. Of mm. But you got to keep going. You have to keep going. You did not come this far to only get this far. Yeah. I love that. It's yeah. it, it's not mine. I didn't think of it, but I'm I'm gonna own it. Yeah, so total. I yeah. I'm gonna trademark true. it right after we get <laughs> off.
1: <this laughs>
2: You'll be hearing from my lawyers, but no. We'll,
1: we'll put it on the the show you notes. Know. We just trademarked it already. So two, yeah. Two, oh, you know, really? <laughs> nice.
2: Yeah,
1: perfect. It's so
0: true though because you get you get to a point where you decide, okay, I'm either going forward or I'm not. Right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. lots of people get to that point, and there are so many people that are examples of, and, you know, lots of people say, if I can do it, you can do it. And then, you know, it kind of goes, Foof, you know, whatever, but listening it's, to yeah, your it story, sounds, yeah. it's so yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, listening to your story and hearing uh, and being, and me being a first responder, I know how much I identified with that. And I I've had these conversations after that. My purpose of helping people went down the drain when I figured that I couldn't, I could not return to that career. Yeah, And then I very, not very quickly, eventually learned that my purpose isn't attached to the identity of being a corrections officer or the identity of being a paramedic. I was like, I just want to help people. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's not helping inmates. That's, which is, this is way better. Key, <laughs> this is way, like, let key. me tell you what's on the yeah. other side is way better. If you just break <laughs> and go,
2: i, I mean, to, to add to that, we're
0: sharing all day, then mop up blood exactly. and get spit yeah. on. And <laughs> to add to quarantine. that,
2: to my, uh, to my trademark trademark phrase, <laughs> I didn't come this far to only get this far. I had to find a new way to serve. Yes. yes. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's you the reinvention, right? You have to find a new way to serve. Yeah, I love it.
0: I love it. So good. So good. Trademark it. Put a big TM beside that thing. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, well, I appreciate awesome. you being here. Yes. It was so good. I'm glad we finally ladies. made it work. We've been trying for a little while. Yeah. It was yeah. nice to meet you. It's so, my, totally I don't know
2: my if fault you, that we haven't done this yet, but that's okay.
0: I don't know nice. if Sharon knows this, but Sean's the one who he did all the editing when yeah, we first started. Okay. Yeah. Know. Okay.
2: I
1: knew that. Like, that's out yeah. like shit. Do it again, <laughs> idiots.
2: But you've but Sharon, you've started using something that I never learned how to use, right? Because you use Audacity now, don't you?
0: No, we have a girl who does it for us. We did oh, try to do it. You yes.
2: didn't tell me you went big time.
0: We went. No, time. Uh Yeah, she's one of she's, she's one a of our correctional officer friends who nice. was like, "Just let me do this," because she knew how badly we were struggling. Oh, yes. Perfect. That's and excellent.
1: A film student, so we yeah we get come
2: the... on. We brought hi. in a ringer.
1: I know a ringer. Hi Jamie. Thanks, hi, Jamie. Jamie. We,
0: we love you. That's
2: then. perfect. That's, that's perfect our, though.
1: That's our Jamie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. no, it's uh yeah we that's did awesome. we that's did so struggle good. with yeah. the whole the editing po- portion, right? Oh. Because we can talk all day, but it's the editing part. So we're yeah we're happy. We've got friends in low places and we're happy.
2: <laughs> you have to. It's you good know. to have. Yeah, it is. It's, great. it's good to it's have. Great. Right. And she, she's, uh,
0: Sharon, like we'll send her like a little message podcast. Eve, just in case That's I haven't. Nice. <laughs> yet. She's like, Oh, you jerk. I forgot. Nice. <laughs> but it literally, what takes would take Sharon and I probably a week to figure out and do takes right. five minutes. So yes. I mean, yeah, it's great. It's great. It's perfect.
2: Yes. It's totally better. Yes. Totally that's better. Way better. Okay.
0: Well, thank you for being here. Don't go oh, anywhere. It's my pleasure. Yeah. Thanks.
2: Oh, we yeah, don't go anywhere for you as well. We have lots of work to do. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So absolutely. keep doing what you're doing. I love you guys. You guys do great stuff. Oh, thanks. thanks we we, love, you we love you too.
0: I actually, am I have it set up to listen to the podcast. How do you say their name again? The, these guys? Valor? I thought it was Valor Maritime. So. Valor. Valor. Okay. I'm going to yes. listen to that one on my way home
2: tomorrow. So. Oh, nice. Let me know. Okay other yeah, awesome. awesome guys but, thanks uh, again listen, Sean. thank you thank you thank, thank you. you thank
0: you well that's all for this episode thanks so much for listening you can find us on instagram at from uniforms to unicorns uh, on all podcast platforms apple spotify speaker all of those also feel free to subscribe you'll be notified of new episodes that come out and we always love a review also feel free to share with anybody you would enjoy
1: We also want to send a big thank you to Jamie Green for being our podcast editor and to Jeff Bale at Third Hell Music for our soundtrack.
0: Thanks again, everyone. Have a great day. Love, Lauren and... Sharon.